You're listening to the Mind Your Home Podcast. I'm your host, Mia Danielle, and I'm here to tell you that the number one thing you can optimize to give you more energy and happiness is your environment. If you're tired of the chaotic cycle and ready to feel energized at home with more simplicity, more energy, and less clutter, then welcome to the Mind Your Home Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Mind Your Home podcast. I am your host, Mia Danielle. So this week we were going to be talking about, you know, creativity and just the different parts of your brain that are that are involved in creating the home space that you want. And we're going to talk about that later. We're not going to talk about that today because I've been experiencing and really honestly struggling with for the past couple of weeks, overwhelm. And I know, you know what, I hear it so many times like a mantra and I even say it and I do believe it that overwhelm is a choice, but I I also believe that that's not all of the information and I feel like it's worth talking about. And I think that, you know, a lot of times we tend to teach and talk about the things that we ourselves are struggling with because it's fresh on our minds. If something's easy for you, then it's hard for you to really understand that other people are are, you know, how other people are going through some of the same things. So I've been, you know, well, you know that my book's been out, um, the, you know, downsizing the five-step system for life transitions, big and small. So I've been doing a little bit of launch work on getting that book out there into the public and into people's hands and stuff. But also, most of my time has actually been on revamping Clutter Cure, my signature course, Clutter Cure. I've had people ask about it. I've had people, you know, like email me or reach out because it's closed for enrollment. It's not even open for enrollment right now. And the reason for that is because I'm doing some major changes to it. I'm doing a lot of, um, I'm re-recording all of the videos. It's like, it looks really good. You know, it's like I'm going for high production. I'm going for, um, you know, really uh, solid material, not, not a lot of extra fluff. And there are a lot of things that just you know, over time of working with students and, you know, coaching groups and stuff, I'm, I'm able to laser focus down where I couldn't before. So I'm constantly finding things, of course, that I can upgrade and that I can do better. And so this, this is kind of a big project. And you know, when you're looking at a project that, especially if it's something that you've done before, a lot of times your expectations can be uh, a little a little wider than your bandwidth. And that's kind of what I've run into here because, you know, I've, I've listened to other people talk about how easy video is for them. And I feel like it's pretty easy for me too. Like, you know, it, it seems so simple. You hit record, you say what you're going to say, do a little bit of editing, make it pretty, you know, like as long as you've, you've got your notes first and you know what you're, what you're going to be talking about, then it should be pretty simple. But I mean, obviously like in hindsight, that's not all that is involved with videos. You've got the editing, you've got all of these other steps, the audio. Um, so I was, I was not prepared, I think, for the amount of time that this was going to take. And so in my mind, when I get on a project, I get tunnel vision. Like, if, especially if it's something I'm excited about, and I really want to get it out there. And I'm like, you know, I have these sometimes unrealistic deadlines. And I'm just like, you know, you can do this. If you put everything into it, and you wake up early, and you put in the hours, there's no reason why you can't get this done in this amount of time. And then 
reality happens. You know, things happen. And I swear, like even in re-recording these um, these lessons, I've probably done three different iterations of the recordings themselves because, you know, I was using one type of camera and then it turned out, you know, actually this other one looks so much better. So I go back and re-record it. And I don't even think it's perfectionism because I'm aware of perfectionism. It doesn't feel like perfectionism so much as, you know, if I'm able, I want it to be high quality. I want this to be a one and done at least for a long time kind of deal. I want, you know, I want it to be something that people are going to really love and get the most out of. And I want the people who sign up for this course, and, and I've never had any complaints about it in the past either, but I just really want it to be great. You know, I want it to be the best. So yeah, if there are some hiccups here or there, or maybe the lighting's off in just a section, you know, I'm okay with it not being absolutely perfect, but I want it to be as good as I can possibly put out there. So that's kind of like the mindset that I'm coming from. And this is the mindset that I come from for most of my projects is, you know, I have a certain standard, a certain quality that I want to put out there. And I'm willing to put in the time, uh, you know, I've been getting up at like 730 in the morning, which for me is early. I'm not an early like morning person. I'm more of a night person. Um, and then, you know, like having this kind of general deadline of like 2.30 or 3 because that's when kids come home and other things start happening, dinner and all that good stuff. Um, and <clears throat> I haven't even, honestly, I have not even been sticking to that deadline because I'm just, I feel like I'm never done. So, you know, I've been kind of adding in extra work. So you can see, I mean, listening to me talk, listening to me talk, it sounds so clear, so obvious why I would possibly be heading down a road of, you know, like leading to overwhelm. And the funny thing is, like, I, I'm i not new to this. Like, I have I know the things. I know that you have to take time for yourself. You have to take self-care. And I've, I've been trying, like, I feel like I've been doing that. Or in the moment, I'll be like, well, you know, but I took a nap yesterday. Or, you know, we went and spent time with family over the weekend. But still, like, I'm not, I'm not giving my brain a break. So even though I know all of this stuff, and I know that that overwhelm is somewhat of a choice, the reality of the project that I have going on, the reality of the deadline and not wanting to have a deadline that bleeds into next year. And then, you know, like, when is when is it due? If it's not due now, then when is it due kind of thing? Just it, the realities of the situations and the details makes it feel a lot less like a choice when it comes to overwhelm. So and I know that this is something that other people are struggling with, too, because, you you know, you hear these things like a mantra, well, overwhelm is a choice. Well, you need self-care. Well, go take a nap and a hot bath and, you know, do all of these things. And you're like, yeah, that's great. And I would love to do that. But I also have this other thing that I really need to get done. And and the fact is, like, there's a limited amount of time. And if I don't do it, then it doesn't get done. So what what kind of um, of time exchanges am I willing to make? Where am I willing to compromise, I think, is what a lot of it comes down to and where that overwhelm being a choice really starts coming into play. So we'll talk about that in a second. So a couple of days ago, I was listening to this lady speaking online. I listen to a lot of master classes, you know, always trying to, you know, to keep myself top of my game when it comes to my business and different things that I'm doing and different ways that I'm operating throughout my day to make sure I'm being efficient and all of the good things. Um, and, you know, she was, she has a million dollar business, first of all. So let's put that out there. Like what she does is helps people who are in six figure businesses get to seven figure status. 
And so she's talking about, you know, like where you need to invest your money and, you know, things like you should have a personal assistant, even if you're only paying them like, you know, $100 a week, you should have a personal assistant, you shouldn't be doing your own laundry, you should take your laundry to like a laundry facility. And, you know, like all of these things that, that you should that you should be doing that you should have somebody scheduling your appointments. And then she goes into talking about how overwhelm is a choice. And, you know, my mind immediately goes to, well, that's such bullshit, you know, like you're telling me you don't, you don't even clean your own house, you know, you don't schedule any of your own appointments, you have a million dollar business, and you're able to hire all of these people to do all of the things that would otherwise possibly lead you to feeling overwhelmed. And you're telling me that overwhelm is a choice. Well, maybe for you, it is because you can afford to do all these things. So I really started, you know, mentally just thinking about it, because that's what I do. You know, when I'm experiencing something, I like to think it through. I like to, you know, analyze and well, why am I feeling this way? Well, why am I thinking this way? Well, why do I disagree with what this person is saying? This is just, this is how my brain processes information. And I like that. I'm glad that I'm not somebody who just, I feel things and then that's it. This is just how I feel. You know, I like to, I like to think it through. So, you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking through, okay, I believe that overwhelm is a choice. And I also know that I'm currently feeling overwhelmed. So what am I doing wrong? What choice do I need to be making here? How do I need to adjust that? And, you know, just to give you like a little bit of insight, it's it wasn't just like recording and re-recording videos, although that is highly frustrating. I mean, to me, the bane of all frustrations is technical difficulties. Like when when something goes wrong with the computer, and I'm I'm fairly tech savvy. Like I know how to use a lot of programs. I'm on the Instagrams, you know. Like I'm fairly tech savvy. But when something goes wrong, and it seems like there's nothing that you can really do to change or up the situation, like in this situation particularly, um, I have a fairly new MacBook Air. I've always been a Windows person. I've always had Android and Windows devices, but you know all of these other business gurus online were using MacBook. It's all I see people using and the programs on there are awesome. And to be fair, like I'm using my MacBook Air to record this right now and I'm loving it. I do love it. But it also has a really low memory storage. Um, The one that I got has like 127 gigabytes, I think, of memory. And of course, a big chunk of that is taken up by the system programs. This is getting into boring, boring minutia. So I'll pull it back a little bit. But my issue was that I did not have enough storage on my computer for all of these videos that I was trying to edit. So I'm in the process of trying to like, you know, to download and edit and upload and adjust the audio in certain programs and then adjust the video. And I like have all of these balls going at the same time. And of course, because I'm trying to get it all done and be highly efficient, I don't just have it all going for one lesson. I have it all going for like six lessons at a time, you know? And so things are like getting confusing. Like, oh, well, did I, did I do the audio on this one? Well, I don't. And then in the midst, of all of that, not having the storage. So I'm consistently having to any moment I'm not working on one file, uploading it to one of the clouds of which I had like three different cloud versions, Google Drive, OneDrive, iCloud, like all of these different clouds. And then it's like, well, which cloud did I put it in? So things were just getting crazy out of control. And then it like all came to a head last Friday, when we're getting ready to go to a game night, because Matt and I like to go play board games with friends on the weekends sometimes. And so we're getting ready to go to a game night. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to finish editing this video. I'm going to upload it. 
and then I'll be done as soon as I upload this video. That, by the way, I have been working on for at least half of the day. So I upload it, I go to hit play right before I leave, and the video has an echo. <laughs> and I would just, like, I about lost my mind. I had deleted files that day that it, it turns out that I needed, and I'd emptied the trash because I was trying to save space. And so everything was getting so complicated. And it didn't need to be. Like, I clearly could have done things differently or, you know, like I, I could have done one lesson at a time, which would have been much more efficient in the long run than trying to batch record and batch edit everything, especially when I was having a, a storage issue. But, you know, after hearing that audio that had this like echo in the background after I'd already deleted some files and it's time to walk out the door so I don't I'm not able to sit there and fix it which is what my brain really wants to do it wants to dig in and fix that problem you know we get in the car and I'm driving and I just bust out into tears I'm just like like sobbing sniffling like making the ugly cry face and you know of course Matt sitting in the in the passenger seat just totally blindsided like what's happening you know here pull into the 7-eleven please don't kill us kind of thing um and it was just I mean it felt really good first of all I will say that it felt really good to get it all out because I'd pent this stuff up for so long but that just that that is that is kind of like the progression of where things were going and how even like the little details the things that you don't think through when you're planning a project or when you're looking to do something like you're looking to take a vacation maybe something pleasant and you're planning all of these different details and then for some reason the vacation turns out to be just some huge stressful disaster where you're ready to go home because you maybe over planned things you didn't think through about what how long the little details were gonna were gonna take or you know like how how much was really going to be involved you didn't plan out well how long is it going to take to take this bus from point a to point b and what's that situation going to look like you know so there are all of these little little minutiae little just little details that aren't necessarily always accounted for and when you've already set yourself to you know, to like head toward a certain deadline or a certain purpose, you've, you've got your brain all pumped up to this is my destination. And there, boom, you know, like I need to achieve this destination. And then you start hitting all of these bumps. It feels overwhelming. That's just the reality of the situation. It feels overwhelming. So then you have to choose, you know, how am I going to how am I going to process this going forward? Am I going to continue to push myself? which is a decision that I had to make a couple of days ago because I woke up at 3.30 in the morning and I was just feeling sick, like stomach flu type of sick. Um, and you know, you know, it's funny because if you don't give yourself that downtime, your body is going to force you to take the downtime. So I woke up at 3.30 and I was even thinking this. I'm like, I feel sick. I pushed myself too hard here. I, you know, I caused this on myself from not taking the rest that I needed and not giving my brain the space that it needed. Now here I am and I'm sick. And so, you know, I'm feeling sick and I'm faced with this choice now of like later on after I did go back to sleep at 3.30. But later on, then I'm faced with this choice of, okay, do I do I go back to editing? Do I go back to doing this work that I was doing? Um, knowing that like my brain, that's what it wants to do. It wants to dig in. Or do I take a nap? Because, because I'm so tired. Do I just take a nap? And I chose the nap. I did I did take the nap and, you know, even just like stepping back 
makes it seem like it's okay to not keep pushing forward. But when you're in the process of pushing, it's like, you know, I just want to finish this one more thing. I just want to finish this one more thing. You know, let me just, and and, the, and then you take like these little, little baby steps at a time of pushing yourself too far. Whereas when you take that step back, just this is speaking from hindsight, when you take, when I took that step back, then everything didn't feel so overwhelming anymore. Like then I was able to look at the project as a whole and make clearer decisions. And again, like this, this is so obvious. Like this is something that I would easily be able to tell somebody when I'm not in the trenches of like pushing myself too hard and feeling overwhelmed. But we still, you know, when we look really closely at whatever the project is or whatever the thing is that we're trying to really finish up or get accomplished. And it it could be a work thing. It could be a family thing. It could be like, you know, decluttering your house. It could be anything that leads you to feeling overwhelmed. It, It can easily happen if you're focusing too closely on the project and on the end goal, instead of allowing yourself to pull back and just decide, you know, okay, I can push myself and I can deliver maybe 80% quality work because I'm tired and my voice is cracking because I've been recording so much and like I'm not able to think clearly and leaving like whole parts of thoughts out that I meant to, you know, like things like that. Like the quality when you're pushing yourself like that is just straight up not going to be 100% of what you're able to do anyway. So you can push yourself for that deadline and you can give that 80% of your work and run your body down in the process and that will result in overwhelm or you can pull back and allow yourself to breathe and to rest and maybe adjust the deadline. So that is, I mean, that's pretty much what I'm looking at doing. I'm like, maybe this project is not going to be done by December. (laughs) I'm going to have to be okay with that. I'm going to have to give myself more breathing room and, you know, logistically look at the calendar and break it down into bite-sized pieces, which I know that I should have been doing all along. But, you know, it's great to tell other people things, but then feel like you're superwoman or superman who can go in and just get it all done yourself, right? Um, You know, things that I know, like, and I, you know, go back to the planner, like look at the overall amount of time that I would want to spend on each lesson in my example, each lesson, in order to not feel like I have to work 12 hours a day in order to get it completed? And then what deadline would that give me? Maybe like if instead of work, instead of working on like six episodes a day, I worked on one or two a day, what kind of a deadline would that give me? So that's where I'm currently at. I just kind of honestly, like this is more about me sharing my recent experience with overwhelm with you because I get I get a little bit irritated, honestly, like listening to, you know, kind of airy fairy. Oh, overwhelm is a choice, you know, just pull yourself right out of it. You know, like I want to hear from somebody who's in the trenches, who's going through the stuff. And, you know, that, you know, so that's what I'm doing. I'm just sharing a recent experience that I've had with overwhelm and how I'm currently processing that and working myself back out of it. Because it's not always something that we, you know, it's not always that we're doing something wrong, you know, like a lot of people that I that I deal with, you know, on a client basis with overwhelm, it's that they've let their house get like way out of control or have different kind of attachment issues with their belongings. And it's something that can that like needs to be fixed or, you know, but overwhelm isn't always something that 
is like initially a problem that needs to be fixed. Sometimes it's just a slight adjustment in your approach to doing things that is leading you to be unnecessarily overwhelmed. And that, you know, that's pretty much what I've been going through. So, I mean, if you've been going through like the same thing, or if you've found different tips or tricks that like tips or tricks, I hate that word, (laughs) those words. Um, But if you found like a process that just really works well for you in the heat of the moment, like you're in the trenches, and you just kind of have to do this. For me, taking a nap um, is really great. Getting outside is really great. Um, You know, moving my body, because a lot of times, a lot of the work that I do is really still and on computers and, you know, not a whole lot of movement. So sometimes just moving my body and getting that blood flow to my brain makes everything just feel different. Um, you know, natural sunlight is great for me. I'm sitting in front of a window right now and it feels really nice. Um, you know, I'll, one thing I do a lot that is great, like makes me feel really great and, and helps to ease any like pending doom of, oh, I need to get this done. Uh, it's just playing with a dog. Like I'll stop and it's great because Charlie's here with me all day long. And if I start getting really frustrated, then I just like tackle her and start rolling around on the floor with her and it feels awesome you know? So, you know, those are some of the things that work really well for me. And I'm, I'm happy to say that I'm feeling a lot better. Like after having that cry fest and then after taking a nap and reevaluating what my expectations are, which is hard. It's hard for people like me. And if you're like me, maybe a type, type A personality and like to, um, like to push, you know, like I'm, I'm one of those, you know, strong, brave, I'm going to push, I can do, I can do this, I can get it done, nothing's going to get in my way kind of thing. And sometimes you just have to reset those expectations and be okay with it. You got to be like, you know, sometimes putting your big girl pants on doesn't mean pushing the crap out of yourself. It means like being okay with readjusting your expectations and your due dates and things like that, being okay with readjusting. Now, I know that like not everybody is like me. Some people are on the other end and they need to push themselves a little bit harder or they won't do anything. So if that's you, then all I can say is know thyself. But um, yeah, so that's what I'm that's what I'm going through right now. And this is my plan moving forward to reevaluate my expectations happily um, and uh, get things back on schedule. And for those of you who are patiently waiting on clutter cure. All I can say is that it will be out and when it is out, it's going to be fantastic, but it's not out yet. So that's where we are on that. All right. If you have not left a review on the podcast, please do so over on Apple Podcasts because that is the best search engine for podcasts and it helps people to be able to find me, which makes me happy and hopefully gives the listeners um, a lot of help in their home areas. I'll talk to you later. Bye.